Welcome to the Nappy Hair Show, brought to you by nappyhair.com, the leader in premium hair extensions for black women. I'm KJ, the founder of Nappy Hair, and this show is all about embracing and learning about our hair. Hey, what's up, community? It's KJ here from nappyhair.com, and we are back for another episode of the Nappy Hair Show podcast, and I have my original community members with me. Hey, community. This is Carla, the oldest sister. Hey, community. This is Crystal, the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, community. This is KJ. So we are recording this on March 31st. We're closing out the month of that's recognized. We're closing out our parents' birthday month. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it also, this month is, I think the most notable, notable recognition is Women's History Month. Amen. Um, and March 31st, 2022 is a day in history, but this is also a historic week <laughs> in terms of awareness mm-hmm. of alopecia. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And... There is, how can I say this? So nappy hair, let's let's give the nappy hair perspective real quick mm-hmm. about the history that was made uh, this week, starting on Sunday night. So nappy hair was in the building yeah, yeah, at yeah. the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to nappy hair. Shout out. Shout out to the kinky coily. So kinky coily <laughs> texture was worn um, by someone, uh, it's on my Instagram. Who wore it? Uh, shout out to Marjorie, the hairstylist. And shout out to Texture Management, <laughs> uh, who put that all together. Felicia Leatherwood and Texture Management. Shout out to them. Um, so I do feel some type of way that nappy hair was there for... <laughs> I, in a good way. Therefore, they Nappy hair out. was there. <laughs> okay? History making. It was history day. making. Nappy hair was in the building. Okay. Good job. Um, and... I mean, ironically, I I think that was Nappy Hair's first trip to the Oscars, to my knowledge. And everyone knows what has happened. We're not really going to get into the details of what happened with the two gentlemen, but we are going to talk about the awareness now of of alopecia. Mm -hmm. And with the Nappy Hair show is we always come from the perspective of hair and there's yes, so yes. many different ways that we can talk about hair so yes mm-hmm. nappy hair kinky coily texture was in the building <laughs> but also at the same time alopecia can happen because of wearing hair extensions mm-hmm. in an imbalanced way mm-hmm. turning yeah. making it turn into abuse mm-hmm. you can have traction alopecia yes um but also you you can create traction alopecia just it really all depends yeah. on your hair follicles. Right. Anyone can have traction alopecia because of from pulling your ponytail too tight. Or also could it be wearing a could it be wearing a hairband too often? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and like men hair. have hat hair and they uh-huh. go bald. Right. Oh. I'm just now thinking <laughs> that could be happening to me. So mm-hmm. I too suffer from some sort of alopecia yeah and my temples i've always had well first of all your edges are the weakest point of your hair period for Mm -hmm. everybody all hair types male female um and i am losing my hair Mm -hmm. 
I'm experiencing hair loss in my temples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it does make me feel uncomfortable. It It is, it makes me feel, um, it made me feel bad bad about myself like when i would think about things self-conscious yeah when i think about things if things were going wrong in my life and then it's like oh and then on top of it my hair Mm -hmm. so i completely understand the insecurity um from hair loss hair loss yeah Uh growing up as somebody who never had an issue with length of hair fullness Mm -hmm. i can experience an insecurity a sadness I have experienced mm-hmm. these things in terms of um, um, loss of hair. And it's mm-hmm. in the front of my hair. Yeah. Right. And it, it's visible mm-hmm. to people. And it is, I don't like showing it mm-hmm. because that is a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I'm then subject, I'm afraid of people's comments. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it then, a, a comment about my bald spots is putting it back in my face. Yeah. It's a yeah, mirror. Yeah, something I, you mm-hmm. already know. You're already dealing with. I don't think somebody to call it out. It. Mm-hmm. And even though somebody, although I haven't really had um, negative comments because I've been styling my hair in a way to um, hide it, mm-hmm. but I still felt some type, like I knew I was hiding it. I knew it existed. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes that did affect how I would show up in a room, even Mm -hmm. show up on my stories, just show up period, just Mm -hmm. in life. So I, um, I just, my heart goes out to, and I have an understanding for people who experience and suffer from all forms of alopecia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's really my only perspective. Um, I'm, I'm appreciative to the awareness mm-hmm. um, on it happening. Well, yeah. And it's happened to so many women. Mm-hmm. Carla, you can talk about how you you had experienced uh, alopecia and you're growing up. Yeah. Um, well, uh, my first experience of alopecia was alopecia areata, which is um, hair loss and it comes in patches. Um, so I was in high school and it was, um, it comes with stress. So, you know, in high school, you're a child, so you are stressed. And there were things that were happening to me, like, you know, there were mean people at the school. So there, I, I did experience some, t- form, some form of bullying in high school. So mm-hmm. I had lost hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember mom taking me to the doctor, to the dermatologist um, and then that's when um, we were told that that was alopecia areata. And so that is hereditary as well. So we have alopecia um, in our genetics on both sides of the family, which mm-hmm. is what I have been told. So my hair grew back from that. It took about two years. And then um, when I went to beauty school and I started learning how to do hair weaves, um, I started getting my hair weaved. And I started wearing, having tension on my edges um, because I didn't like to wear bangs. So I didn't like anything in um, hanging in front of my face. So Mm -hmm. how I would get my hair weed would be in a circle. And then I would have the tracks laid 
um, going um, you, uh, across from side to side. So that means that it's going to um, be sewn up against your edges. And so when your hair grows out, it's going to be pulling those edges. And so you're going to see your hair follicles. Mm. And not only did I do that, but I was also gluing in tracks in the front because of coverage. And that's because my hair was thinning because it was going bad. And so there was a separation every time I would take down my weaves, I would start to see the separation in regards to my hair, like the the patch that I would leave in the front to cover. And then it would be separation to wear the braid. So that right there, I'm still doing that. And then also I'm sewing on a net on top of that to cover up stuff. And I'm just, keep, just I, kept, all that, I just kept self-inflicting. And then tension. also even the middle of my head, um, there's traction there. So I had to deal with that. I was wearing those for a year. So I was in it. Every time I took it out, I would put it right back in. And a lot of people do that um, and don't recognize that they need to stop. So for me, I continued. And then there would be days where like, you know, you have to get ready for work and you have to make sure everything is according because you don't want a slip up. You don't want a track to come out. You don't want to hinder yourself from being seen different. Um, And then getting diagnosed with breast cancer in 2018 um, and then having to go through chemo and I'm told that you're going to lose your hair. And so instead of me, I'm holding on to hair and, and battling alopecia and, you know, I'm still, it's still, it's a mental battle, but for me, could I go through being diagnosed with cancer? That's one thing. Is it scary? Yes. But dealing with alopecia, losing your hair, that's a whole nother battle that I was dealing with. And I didn't even own the alopecia. You know, like I hadn't owned it. I was, I was not, um, I didn't recognize that that's what I was dealing with, you know? And so that's another thing. We don't recognize that we're doing that to ourselves. So you didn't recognize that your behavior of your hair, um, constantly taking it down, putting it back up, the, all that tension, you didn't recognize that you were causing this alopecia. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like I, what I was still doing was trying to look pretty for the party. Like, you know what I mean? Just to come, just to be presentable. So I'm not, I'm like, okay, this is happening, but I'm ignoring that. I'm still going to, I got to get my hair done, you know, and I'm still holding on. Um, So So it was it kind of like you just disregarded what was going on as far as the alopecia. You just disregarded it to, to still keep that vanity. Yes. And not really taking care of or doing the things that you could have done to mm-hmm. help treat your hair. What I treat realized, your scalp. What I realized is it was happening and I got to figure out what I'm going to do. What you going to do about it? Let what me, am I going to do about it? How right. can I keep my hair looking good? Exactly. So regardless. it wasn't even, it, it, it didn't think like, what can I do to get my edges to grow back? I just yeah, do. What can I, I put think, on to put? Right. To, what can I hold mm-hmm. on to? Because it's like, what can I do? But see, that's where the intervention started, you know, mm. and that's because I had chemotherapy and I was going to lose it regardless. Yes. So I couldn't hold on to something mm-hmm. that was going to leave me yeah. anyways. And I held on like most people, they will um, get their shave their head before well, yeah, letting they go it ahead fall. And, but yeah. see, 
I didn't even do that. Nah, I kept hanging on to the braids. Hey, I'm like, you know, I just kept hanging on to it. And then it was just one day, I'm my, the, my braids were lifting up from the scalp. Uh-huh. Um, you can't feel it, but yeah. you see it happening, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just go on and take these braids down. So then I took them down. I'm just com- in my room combing it. You know, should I have had a party? Yeah, I should have, but I didn't. That's past. But, you know, I just said, let me just comb this out. So I was uh-huh. combing them out. And then, like, it just was falling out. So it just came out. And I just had to, I'm like, okay. So I told my mom, I was like, mom, uh, tell dad to give me his clippers. So then okay. he brought them down. And then so I went in the bathroom and I just like the strands that were still there, I just went ahead and shaved them off. But you know, that was where I had to look at myself mm-hmm. and I couldn't even look at myself. Like it was so hard. Um, it was really, really hard for me to deal with that, you know, and then have to put a wig on and then make the wig just just stay on my head, you know, yeah. and I'm dealing with that because my head's not big, it's small. So it was just like all of these different things that I was dealing with, holding on to something that I couldn't hold on to anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then, you know, I still had to figure out what I was going to do later on. You know, my hair was, it went after chemo, my hair did start coming back in. So I'm thinking like, maybe the, these edges might come back yeah. in. Yeah. No, they didn't. Um, They didn't come back in. So I was just like, you know what? Let me just, ain't no point in me trying to grow out some hair when I can't wear it. Yeah. At all. So then I was just like, I'm just going to wear these wigs. So, and I was doing that. And then also I was, in Florida at the time, still wearing wigs and it's hot out there. And then, so I was with my girl, Kim. I went to see my girl, Kim and her sister, um, Tendai shout out to Tendai and Kim. And so we're sitting and, um, at her house, just out where the water is and just talking. And she's like, Tendai says to me, Carla, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with you? Because it's hot out here and you ain't going to be feeling good outside with a wig on. Mm. And I was just like, I know. I don't know what I I know. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. And then so. So nobody wears wigs in South Florida. Well, the thing is, yeah, people wear wigs, but somebody like me who battles with it's hot. I have hot flashes because of the medication that I'm on. Um, You know, it triggers all of okay, that so, so it was more than it was just more than a just wig. what yeah. a wig okay. it's about how what are you gonna do because it's hot out here like well girl, it's you, like you know. basically what's gonna work for you like, right figuring out what will work for you mm-hmm. yeah so then i had to realize um i the person i was dating at the time i'm like hey i need you to help me <laughs> like take me let me let's go out let me go out on a date let's go out on a date and i'll go bald with you well, know, yeah, that helps it was to build like baby up the confidence, steps, right? Too, so, yeah. um, we hadn't—I didn't do that, but we did like just—I would we would walk outside together. I would be bald. I would be bald, and we would walk outside together. Um, so, and that was cool. And then when I was home, it was at the first the new year in 2021. Um, I said I'm going to—it's baby steps. So let me go out into the world and I told my mom I was like let me go I'm gonna go out today bald and I'm just gonna see what it's like you know because I was already taking like pictures I would take pictures of myself I would look in the mirror you know just to 
say, tell myself that I'm pretty, like you can do this. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, plus I was worried about the, like my head also, because I have damage on on my, um, the tension, you can see it in the back of my head, you know, uh it's not really, it's not so bad, but at the same time, it's still a unconscious for subconscious for me. I can't, I can't just, that took, courage too well yeah i you mean know, everybody i was like i don't want people that, to see the back of my yes. head and say you know look at that you know <laughs> look and at the back say of something head. about yeah. right you know what i mean because people make jokes and one of the things in in our community black men make jokes they make fun of us um and our just our being yeah and so our hair you know they always say something about hair and we always want to hold on to that mm-hmm. so you know it's like I had to free myself literally of the fact that me and hair are never going to be again. You know, Mm -hmm. I have to separate myself from that. Yeah. Right. You know? So when I went out into the world, I went to the, to a store, a store. And when I walked in, it was like, they were like, all like praising me. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, and so this young man said to me, he was like, you're you are so bold you know and you look so good he was like i'm trying to my sister's so battling this is the first day this is the, the first, first day, day that you went the out. first day that i okay. went out and he said you know I, my sister she's dealing with you know her own medical conditions of hair loss now was this a gentleman who worked in the store or he yeah was just, he was in, in the okay it he was, worked in the store uh-huh. okay and so um he was saying that you know, his sisters, he said, he's been telling her, you know, you don't have to, you can shave your hair. You, you don't need your hair. It doesn't define you. You're, you're, you're beautiful regardless. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't even just him. It was another woman in there behind that was behind the counter. And they both were like, yeah, you look good. Like just telling me, you know, and they were not even the same culture as me, right. you know, and they're giving me praise. So I'm like, okay. And you know, that was, uh, that I needed human that. to human. It was human right. to human. And I needed that's that. That's very empowering. It was yeah. very empowering. So that told me, get out of your head. You mm-hmm. can do this. Like mm-hmm. literally. And so like, I also just thought about other women that were bald that I saw like, okay, shout out to Amber Rose. She's yeah. a bad mama jamma walking around with a bald head. So I looked up to her in that light, you know, mm-hmm. because she was able to embrace that just on her own yeah, mm-hmm. without having to deal with, I don't know if she has a struggle, but you know, just the fact that that her, that empowered me, she yeah. did. And then Cicely Tyson, her book, reading her book, and then just the cover of her being bald. Mm-hmm. And then just the journey that she went through with her life yeah. helped me. And that's what I told my mom yesterday. I said, those that helped me to be able to stand on my own two feet. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, alopecia, it's a scary, it's a scary battle for any woman at, at any, it doesn't matter at any age. It's just, it's losing your hair is something that you hold on to so dear. Well, it's you don't, for women yeah. who have a, they're they want their hair they're they're mm-hmm. accepting beauty as that for beauty for, for them mm-hmm. relates with hair yeah. well and you know but the, the hair is supposed to be the crown you know right it's, we take all of that and but 
what is it when when that hap- doesn't happen when you ki- don't have that right yeah yeah right and if his feels like you know with hair loss is it's taken away it's something you want it and it's now taken away so it's like oh well i can't have that naturally like there's mm-hmm. so i i just see like the hair losing hair in so many different ways is like there's so many different feelings mm-hmm. behind yeah why is this happening to me and everybody is gonna you know just feel differently yeah. at different times because like when i remember when i showed my traction issue to a stylist she was like if she saw that she would just want to cover it up mm-hmm. like because she when she saw it she was like what happened and i was like i don't know what mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. i just i i now think that i was overstressed because a change had happened mm-hmm. and i didn't really you know sometimes you don't recognize you're you're not catching it and it's just happened you don't catch it until you see oh, wait a minute, something is like gone right. Right. or being mm-hmm. broken down. Mm-hmm. Like now you start to see it. And I then put a weave in my hair and I was like, that was a horrible thing that I did because then it was tight around that area. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think about that. I was just trying to, like you said, you were just you were just trying to cover it up. Like mm-hmm. you didn't want to process where, where you were at the place in time, you could not process what you were contributing to the factor right. of hair loss. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it really didn't matter because people were saying that to you. Mm-hmm. But if we don't... Wake people up. Can, people can say whatever <laughs> they want. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it doesn't thing. mean that yeah. I have to accept what you're saying. You have <laughs> exactly. to see it, Right, because you have to literally see it and... You can't see it when you're in it. You it's don't very hard. see it. And a lot it's of people right. don't too. recognize when they're in it. And right. I couldn't see it, you know? Yeah, did I see it? Did I know it was happening? Right. Yes, but I still couldn't you see. You still wanted to be in denial. I was in denial, right. right. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a stronghold. And so up until this point with even now, like, well, before today um, and before what happened on Sunday with mm-hmm. the Oscars, um, I was still like when people see me and say, oh, you know, you're bald, you know, yeah, I did lose my hair because of chemotherapy, but it was by choice and I'm bald. However, I wasn't owning really, it wasn't the chemotherapy. I was going to lose my hair anyways. Right. You know, yeah. I had to. Um, so I have to own alopecia and I come from alopecia on the traction side and on the genetic side Mm -hmm. because you know it's a product of both Mm -hmm. yeah so i have to own that so that is a part of me as well and it actually really freed me because Mm -hmm. i had to you know i didn't acknowledge that right Mm -hmm. and and i and that is something that's serious in the community in our community and and all communities alopecia you know and it's from either genetics or it's from traction, you know, it's whatever we've done to put that tension on our own selves. So um, that is me now. I have recognized that. And I think that as women and we think that if we see something on another woman, we can, that that is going to work for us too. Mm -hmm. And 
it may and it, it may, may not. not. But yeah. one, the number one thing is everybody is different. Right. Yes. Right. Everybody is different because when you're saying that and I'm looking at you, I'm seeing your head about and you said the word traction alopecia. Mm-hmm. I thought about the congresswoman from Massachusetts yes. who uh-huh. I can't think of her name right now, but I remember when she just decided to embrace what ha- what was happening to Traction Alopecia. Mm-hmm, I remember po- reposting her on the stories, on the Nappy Hair Instagram stories as a way of support because I recognize that it's not easy mm-hmm. to walk into a room, mm-hmm. especially the room where she has to walk and in right. with it's the not. history that this country has mm-hmm. and still stand up for herself Mm -hmm. and i do think that that this was the first time that for the oscars that this person went to the oscars Mm -hmm. bald okay and the oscars is the night for that community Mm -hmm. for the hollywood Mm -hmm. community Mm -hmm. yeah um and just I because this is always from the hair perspective. I'm thinking about a conversation that I had with um Nikki Nelms. Shout out to Nikki Nelms, who is a well-known stylist, does a lot. She does Zoe Kravitz hair, and Zoe mm-hmm. have, has that really short, short, short cut. Mm-hmm. But what she said to me was one time was she said, I don't let myself get defined by mm-hmm. Vogue magazine by L. Mm-hmm. She was like, for the people who want that. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll be featured in there, but that's not making me right. who I am. Right. right. And I really appreciated her saying that to me. Mm-hmm. And it it spoke volumes about her. Like, I cannot let this stuff define me. Right. Yes. And because you'll be an end up being a slave to it. Exactly. Yes. And exactly. And I think that's a part of what happened on Sunday night. And I completely, totally can understand that Mm -hmm. from the standpoint of when you have a place that when you want to reach the heights of your Mm -hmm. career, but the reality of the situation, you're really only increasing the heights of you as an individual. Individual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh You know, but if you don't feel good, like with you, you Mm -hmm. didn't whatever was going on with you, you didn't feel beautiful with me, with yourself yeah. you to wear comfortable in your own skin. Right. And yeah, however it yes, may be. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so now I can say that I'm comfortable in my own skin because it's a self love journey for mm-hmm. me and everything that I have, have gone through in the things that I battled to be confident with who I am 24 seven. So I can look in the mirror right now and be fine. Like nothing. I don't have to worry about anything. And that is a a blessing because I know what it feels like to get, to have to prepare and get your hair done and, and be ready for events and stuff like that. And that way to, for me is lifted. But if you can think about how, how I hear totally hear what you're saying and how I think about it, with what happened on Sunday and through the hair perspective and also being a woman and understanding that sometimes I get nervous about pictures of myself that mm-hmm. are just for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I then think about 
the world of Hollywood mm-hmm. where I'm not going to shame these people because they want to be an actor because being an actor is a profession mm-hmm. and they should not be judged in the way that they are. It's mm-hmm. like all over every a thousand websites all over the world. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Cause let me tell you something. Shout out to my own community with however many followers I have. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not easy for me to mm-hmm. get on there. Yeah. It can so, be overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my hat goes off to people who can do that yeah. because I now understand what a platform is. Mm-hmm. And although we all have a platform as an individual. Yes. We just have, we can have more people looking at us or less people looking at us. Mm-hmm. So can I today walk on a red carpet with my head bald? I wouldn't by choice mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I can never get to that place, right. but I recognize the place that it took to get there. Mm-hmm. And I recognize people having, um, you know, ha- people rec- knowing eyes are on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if there was something said that could be a trigger for a woman, whether mm-hmm. it's your hair, whether it's your dress, whether it's your weight, whether it's anything, mm-hmm. I can understand how that can be hurtful. Mm-hmm. Even if it's wrapped up in a joke, I get that. Yeah. Like I could have joked, somebody can joke about my said, oh, mm-hmm. are you losing your hair on your sides? Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. saying, like asking me a question like that is, mm-hmm. is a, a passive aggressive backhanded way to say, Kendra, I see you losing your hair. Mm-hmm. Just say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But and then also don't if you're gonna, say anything at don't all. Don't say it at all no, if it's not going to serve me. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times the things, comments don't serve purposes. A lot of comments don't serve purposes. Right. They're just said to, um, to make somebody feel away. Right. And it's up to that individual of how they choose to feel when they hear it. You know what yeah. I mean? And so for me now, can I walk in my truth and hear that? Yeah. And I'll be okay because it doesn't it doesn't bother me. But see, now but you've, see, I, you've changed the narrative place. of yeah. it because it is you walk in not in shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I believe when you were wearing the weave, you were still in shame. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was still I was hiding. I right. was in shame. Right. So now I can't hide anymore. I have to be me. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's a gift that God gave me. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, I had to be put down. I had to be put on timeout because of what I was mm-hmm. doing to myself. Mm-hmm. Right. And so with that, it healed me. And that was a mental battle because anything that you deal with with life you are dealing with your mind. And so it's all about Mm -hmm. what you think and how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. And so before I didn't see myself. Right. Now I see me. And so I love it, you know, and I feel so I'm not hiding. There's nothing to hide. And what you see is who you get. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I mean, I've suffered from that, letting myself allowing myself to be defined by things defined by a car I drive defined where I live defined it doesn't all that stuff all that stuff could be taken away Mm -hmm. including hair yeah 
hair is nothing more than fingers, hands and toes, eyeballs, like all of that can be taken away Mm -hmm. in a moment. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to learn to adapt. Yes. Yeah. While you're here, you can't. (laughs) You know, we're we're not self checking out. We're right. we're just we're going to when the light gets turned on and off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to Steve Jobs who said that's what while he was approaching his death, he thought about it. The light was turned on when he was born and be turned, turned off. off right? Dice. Exactly. Off on. Point blank period. <laughs> right. yeah. And he had to adjust to what he was like. He's exactly. leaving. Mm-hmm. Right. I got to adjust to this. Um. And so yeah, we just can't be. I'm I'm still learning that too to mm-hmm. not be let things define me and even like the way that I look I mm-hmm. cannot let that define, define who I am my yeah. nose my eyeballs like right. no yeah because like me and mom were having a <laughs> right. conversation today and just I just told her I said you know what I know what it's what peace is like you know um it's so many anxious people like people have so many different anxieties about themselves and they project it to the world but yeah what i've realized i'm good like literally i don't have i'm not anxious i don't have any um any of those feelings you know Mm -hmm. um literally every day i go to sleep at night i wake up and i'm sound and I'm happy. And I don't have, I literally was stripped of it all. Yeah. I'm still stripped of it all. Mm-hmm. I don't have my own house, <laughs> you know, or anything, but I am happy. And, th- and that's how it should be. And you that's how it should be. Happy and comfortable in the skin that, that you're, you're in. in. And that's the riches. Absolutely. And I told her, I said, you know, I don't have riches. But I have riches because I don't have riches, but I am rich. I'm rich. I'm very rich Mm -hmm. because I have peace. And that's that what surpasses all understanding. So that's why I can walk around bald (laughs) and I can own alopecia. Yeah, absolutely. And you're doing it wonderfully. And bald looks good on you. Thanks, sis. (laughs) Bald by choice. By choice. (laughs) I just love that. And, you know, but in the spirit of gender equality, which we are equal. Mm -hmm. Yes. Bald for a man is sexy. Yeah. And there's some men that have a problem with letting go of of their their hair. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're a part of that group, the bald boss movement, which I'm a part of. You know, there's some men in there because they need to be uplifted because they need courage to walk out with no hair. Well, yeah, because, you know, it is it is something that's natural. Uh Hair loss as you age. Right. Your hair is going to go. Yeah. And so it's either you're going to embrace it or you're not. (laughs) Right. And I'd rather be under the comfortability of embracing it. Yeah. Than struggling to keep it. Struggling because it's a sad struggle to see somebody struggle. With their own head and their hair. It's sad to see that because I was her, you know, and I was struggling. So when I reflect back and I see the past, like, oh, I know I was struggling. Well, you know, (laughs) I think about for me with my hair, too, and the struggle of, you know, not wanting to do my own hair, but and trying out the wigs and the weaves and all that stuff. And um, 
that was a struggle. Mm-hmm. It was a struggle of of trying to maintain that. And and then I also remember losing hair um, in my temples mm-hmm. um, while I was pregnant. Um, I mean, and it, it took some time for it to come back. But yeah, just you see that you see that um, the loss, and it's it's like, oh my gosh, what's mm-hmm. going on? Um, but it's a struggle, but it's freeing when you say, okay. Like for me, I was like, I know that the weaves and the wigs aren't for me. Mm-hmm. Let me find what is for me. Right. And I went natural. But and initially when I went natural, I was still kind of like trying uh, to figure out how to do it. How, how can I do this to wait to where it'll be good for me uh-huh. and, and I look for how how it will be best for me. And so, yeah, it, that was a journey too in of itself. But um, it's I, I began to embrace Mm-hmm. that natural the natural hair and then it felt good because you became if, passionate about your own hair exactly yeah yeah exactly and like uh the things that you can do with it like right what you have you know what i mean because yours aren't sister locks yours mine are, are micro locks micro locks mm-hmm. yeah and they're like very thick and like you can do all kind of styles like so many different things mm-hmm. yeah but it wasn't until i released myself from I'm guessing, I don't know, the vanity. Yeah, yeah the vanity mm-hmm. it is. of it all mm-hmm. um, to where I just became comfortable with what I had, what right. God gave me on my hair. Right, on my exactly. Head. Mm-hmm. Took it all the way back to the motherland, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I know there's like things like the Crown Act. Well, actually, even this month, it, I think it's been passed in the yeah, House. Yeah, the law passed, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it still needs to go to the Senate to make it a federal um, yeah. law. Okay. Um, so for all 50 states, I mm-hmm. believe that's what happened. Yeah. But it is the Crown Act has passed in California. And I'll just say this, that there there is instances where other communities like to put what they think is how hair what they they can put their experience of their hair onto other people with different hair Mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. inappropriate right and that's why we need the crown act to recognize hair is hair hair and yes there's different types of hair absolutely and because there's different types of hair there is different types of ways to keep hair right so you can't compare straight hair with coily hair Mm -hmm. and want them to have the exact same hairstyles right Right. because they're they're different Mm -hmm. so my point in bringing that up is with embracing yourself and in our community we have to acknowledge that sometimes we are perpetuating these old standards of what is not beautiful Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. our kinky and coily hair. We're continuing Mm -hmm. that in ourselves and we can free ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like I used to say, I don't have wash and go hair by whose standards. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I can wear my hair however Mm -hmm. I want. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And that's why that crown act is so important because Right. Now they're still kept like they're still combing. Right, yeah. But but it's but it's it's a choice to to each individual. If they don't want to comb their hair, that's on them. You know, and that's something that I can't be upset about because that wasn't my choice. 
Um, but, you know, in regards to children going to school and like, you know, there's been children that uh, students that couldn't walk across the stage because right, they had because, dreads. Right. And, uh, and, and, that's and teachers have cut children's hair at Absolutely. school without even um, first of all you have violated this child because right. it's not even your place to do that Absolutely. so it's so many things in regards to our culture that we have experienced mm-hmm. um, in regards to our crown and so alopecia that's one of those experiences and just the different um, textures of our hair is an experience to each individual and we shouldn't have to be um that shouldn't be held against us wherever mm-hmm. we go. Right. So this right. crown act is so important because some cultures they don't even understand or recognize that their comments are mean and hurtful and cruel. Mm-hmm. And it's because of their own understanding. <laughs> I'm now oh thinking though for the crown act, it's like, okay, for the people who now would take off a day from work to go get your hair done, those days might be over. <laughs> Because be you're now back. allowed to wear your hair, hair. however. Okay. It's so you actually do, this could actually backfire on some people. But actually, that's called freedom. That's called freedom. And we live in the land well, of the because, free. because, yeah, we thought we couldn't wear our hair a certain mm-hmm. way to work. Now you can. Right. Right. Now you, now can. you can. You can't be judged so, by that. So go ahead and put those judge cornrows in. Con- exactly. You shouldn't be judged by your hair. The content of your character, not your hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. So... I think we've we've shared our experiences with alopecia and there yeah. is rest there is restoration there's redemption from alopecia yeah. there's you know you can still be beautiful you just have to you have to embrace what is happening right now if you can change the course of it before it goes completely away yeah. do that that's what I'm trying to do with my temples yeah um and if my hair can't grow back there, not a problem. Right. Just be happy with who you are. Learn to love yourself. Right. And do self-care. Like, talk to yourself. Like, you know, tell yourself you're beautiful. Sometimes people don't even tell themselves that. Exactly. You know, and mm-hmm. that's what that's that's sabotaging. So a lot of people I've recognized do that. And we need to just you can give yourself the courage and, you know. Anybody mm-hmm. can we all have to go through some situation in our lives. So we have to own who we are when we do that. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, community. Thank you for listening. And you will hear us very soon. Thanks for listening to the Nappy Hair Show. If you're interested in joining the Nappy Hair community and to learn more and find hair extensions that truly match your hair, visit our website at nappyhair.com to order your texture match kit and begin your journey to loving your hair.